benefit is you've got specialised people who know exactly what to do. The number of times that we get involved in situations where a third party guy's been brought in who's half our price, it either takes him two to three times longer to resolve it, or he doesn't resolve it and we end up going anyway. Welcome to the MTD Podcast. I'm Giovanni Albanese, hosting today's show, a passionate engineer and a very proud member of the MTD team. Today, I'm privileged and really excited to be back in Coventry at the headquarters of DMG Murray, a billion-pound global organisation, a world-leading supplier of machine tools, automation and technology for our second episode on a journey together, deep diving into every aspect of the business. In today's podcast, I have the pleasure to be joined by three special guests. Firstly, Steve Finn, Managing Director at DMG Mori UK. Secondly, Andy White, Service Manager for DMG Mori. And last but not least, Mark Dedman, my partner in crime at MTD. Um, let's start with you first, Steve. Um, Steve is an ambassador for engineering, an industry leader and, and the managing director of DMG Murray UK. You were employed with the group back in 1982 and progressed through the business from application engineering, technical sales, area sales, national sales um, to your current position today. Steve, thanks for having me back and welcome to the MTD podcast. You're welcome, Gio. Thank you for coming to talk to us and um, giving us the opportunity to talk to our customers this way on there. So you're right, yes, 39 years service for the company. Um, but for me, the important thing is the, the last nine years has been as the managing director of DMG Murray. And that was when the two companies came together um, nine years ago. And um, we've had to make some significant changes for, for good. Uh, and some not so good. Obviously, we have to uh, find our way in life. But um, the reality is is that um, both companies had some some very good attributes, and they also had some very silly attributes as well. Which which we have to move on from those kind of things, and we have to learn from them, and we have to give a better service all through. So part of my job, or a big part of my job, is the operations of this company and making sure that um, we can deliver not just the equipment, but also the services to the customer. So today, that's really one of the items we're going to talk about. Now, Steve, um, before we move on to to our other guests, um, can you just refresh our listeners' memory um, and and just tell them what we discussed in in our first podcast and also the purpose of these podcasts? Why are you doing these podcasts with MTD? Yeah, the last podcast we did was about spare parts, and um, those spare parts are, are vitally important to deliver to customer. And, and probably even more so now we've gone into Brexit situation. Um, we do not have a problem bringing spare parts through from our place in Gerrits Reid. Um, I know that some companies, not just machine tool people, but some companies are experiencing problems. Um, we've actually set our stall out early doors, made sure that we've got uh, a very clear route through we've got some very professional people handling the necessary paperwork and that that's really important so the spare part delivery is is about everything you know before the parts gets there the engineer has to diagnose it clearly but without the parts you can't fix the machine um back to life you will need parts 
Um, there are you know wear parts, there are parts that get damaged, um, broken, and um, you know we have to look after the customer from that point of view. The the objective the objective of being um, on these podcasts is to give our customers an insight into our operations because you know all too often we're all talking about these wonderful shiny smoky machines that, that can do all sorts of things for customers but your service your support your after sales support is actually the thing that really makes it um, stand out in life and really makes the difference on the performance of things so I want to be very transparent and show customers in this case we're listening <laughs> but to, to, to listen to customers and understand what we can offer and there's a lot of companies out there that don't use us for various reasons on service but it may be worth giving us a try steve thank you and again it's an absolute privilege for mtd to be doing these podcasts with you and to kind of educate our audience and listeners um into the complete business at dmg mori um, uk now andy you, you you've been a service engineer with DMG Mori UK since 2005 you, you know you've built up invaluable product knowledge over the years with evolving products but also fantastic relationships across the UK with your clientele um, can you tell us a little bit about your position at DMG Mori um, UK and you know in, in your opinion why service is is so important uh, good afternoon yeah the big positive about service is we have contact with the customer so more than any other part of the company the service engineers are actually in contact with the customer and it's very important that the customer gets everything he needs from that contact my role as service manager I oversee the service department we have four service experts with over 60 years of machine tool experience uh, fixing them sat there waiting for the call waiting for the contact with a customer to enable us to help them free of charge over the phone. Um, we have a couple of administrative staff who uh, help make sure the flow of the communication with the customers is good. And that's backed up by 32 service engineers who travel the country fixing the machines. Andy, thank you. So in this podcast, we're going to be learning everything about service and how the service from DMG Mori UK can um, improve your business with some of the new solutions that they offer now thirdly mark you know you know your director at mtd you look after the dmg mori uk account uh, and you know you know dmg mori uk more than any of us at, at, at mtd with the relationship that you have you know what do you believe you know in regards to service and, and, and why is it so important and why why is why are the podcasts that we are doing so important too? Well, I think podcasts in, in, in general is a great way of actually uh, getting a different message out there because a lot of people, you know, we're, we're working hard. But, you know, if you're driving in the car, if you're walking the dog in the evening, you know, podcasts are a great way of actually communicating uh, a, a lot of stuff. But, uh, you know, I mean, I go back uh, personally with Steve uh, nearly 30 years and uh, you know who would have thought that uh, he's, he's the managing director of uh, DMG Mori UK and DMG Mori are together as, as one company and we're sitting here doing a podcast but you know one, one thing I would say is that 
you know, since that 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 merger of, of the two companies, it's only got stronger. You know, and I think that if, if you if you're making world class machine tools, why would you not make sure that you got the weakest link sorted, which is service? No, really good point. So I'm going to throw that one at you, Steve. You know, confidence to use your service. You know, how important is it? for your clients to have the confidence to continue to use the service from DMG Mori and what benefits will they get from that? It's absolutely vital. Um, the repeat business for us is, is, is good business and that can only be really, um, really be given to us or, or awarded to us if we've given good after-sales service. And the important thing is, just going back onto when DMG and Mori came together, there were a lot of things that weren't right. And, and there, there's some customers out there that, you know, I'll be very honest, I've had some torrid times and I've, I've gone to visit them, I've explained what we're doing and it's taken me a long time to, to get to the position we're in today. But the position we're in today is thanks to the group, what's behind me, um, thanks to people like Andy and all the staff, um, the levels of training that we've done. And the important thing is that we have regular KPIs, so key performance indicators, that are monitored very, very closely, not only by myself, but also by group. And we look at all sorts of uh, performances. You would think that the natural one is, is just uh, how quickly can you get a service engineer you know, into my site. That's all well and good. But the important thing is, as Andy just explained, the hotliners. These hotliners are our best... Uh, engineers, they're our most highly trained engineers. There's four of them sitting in the office um, waiting to accept the call or actually working through my DMG Mori, which perhaps we'll come on to talk to about that in a moment. Um, and when that call comes in, a customer wants some, some kind of level of support, um, we actually achieve 52.5% fixed rate. So in other words, Geo, you, know, you as a customer call in I've got something wrong with my machine, talk to a service expert, right, let me talk you through this, right, go and press this button, that button, do this, that and the other, great, it's fixed. So we don't have to send an engineer out, and the customer's fixed very, very efficiently, and it's a free of charge. So when you're talking to us on the telephone, this isn't an Anton Deck show, you know, there's not silly, <laughs> silly telephone line of charges to make, which we know, we know some of our competitors do, and it's wrong. So we supply that as, a, as part of the service to the machine tool, no matter how, how old that machine is. Um, we then look at sending an engineer out um, if we need to. Um, and we'll go into some of the detail about our net service before that. Um, but if we send an engineer out, we then look at how quickly can you fix the machine and will you fix the machine first time? So when I mean first time, it means actually that you've, you've got two engineers turn up on site with possibly the right part and he repairs it first time. Not he actually, oh yes, you need one of these widgets, I'll go away and order you one, I'll come back tomorrow. That's not fixed first time. Fixed first time is genuinely fixed first time. And our hit rate on that, which we well, I looked at the stats from October through to uh, last February, is, or this February rather, is um, 70, 69.8%. 69.8%, we send a highly skilled guy out. So are we expensive? I don't think so. When you're offering the free of charge service of highly qualified guys, 
sending good qualified guys out there with lots of knowledge, as Andy said, lots of lots of community knowledge, which we can talk about again in a minute. And then we repair at that level. So I think that that's, that's very important that we do perform to that. And those figures are always being looked at, always looking to improve. Steve, very impressive stats there. And, and, and these are all being monitored by your KPIs. Now, you know, how are these, um, you know, being achieved, you know, are they being achieved through some of the new technologies, digitalization, remote remote access, Industry 4.0? Um, Andy? Yeah, well, we have uh, the DMG Mori portal. Um, this is something the customer can log a call without even calling us, without contacting us. He logs the call on the portal. That creates a ticket. The ticket comes up on our web work list. We assign that to a um, service expert. He then will contact the customer. I believe so I think it's about 0.4 of an hour. 0.4 of an hour, yeah. There's right, a response time on average that we're, we're managing. And one of the important things the customer needs to understand about that ticket is he, he can also attach documentation. So you can attach up to 20 meg of information to that ticket. So pictures, videos, uh, service files, anything you need that will help us resolve your problem, you can attach. And I know that with emails, it, it, it can be quite frustrating, can't you, when, you, when you're trying to add a video and it keeps crying back at you. Well, you, you know, you can, you can actually do that on the portal. The guys can see it. So once we've gone from there, the customer can t- keep track of that ticket online by having a look at the uh, portal. It will, we will keep the portal updated as to the status. If the service expert can't solve problems, and unfortunately we can't solve everything over the phone, um, we can then convert that into a service report, which the engineer then takes with him. All that information is on it. The service engineer goes to site and resolves the problem. Andy, with, with, with some of these like stats that you're giving me here, um, what about, you know, I, I, I assume that you're talking about new machines with remote diagnostics, but what about the, the older machines? Do, do these stats that Steve's just given me, is, is that a com- for the complete? range of machines that are out Complete in the field? Complete range of machines, yeah. Wow. How, how, many, how many machines actually are in the UK and Ireland? I think we've got something like over 9,000 machines. Okay. Because, I, I mean, I'm going to be a bit controversial here because I've been into a lot of your customers and um, when, when you do talk about service sometimes, uh, a lot of companies just look at price and it has come back at me before, oh, well, you know, pricing, pricing of DMG Murray service is quite high in consideration but what what are the benefits or the usps that you actually offer the benefit is you've got specialized people who know exactly what to do who can walk on site the number of times that we get involved in situations where for example a third party guy's been brought in who's half our price it either takes him two to three times longer to resolve it or he doesn't resolve it and we end up going anyway so please call us first and when you look at the, you know, the worldwide uh, amount of sh- machines out there, I, I presume as a service manager, you, you can actually dive into all that knowledge worldwide. Yeah, you know? we, we, we have the, one of the beautiful things about the service portal is, and the digitization of the service reports, is what we can do is we can search worldwide every service report. So, for example, if you have an alarm code, we can search for every service report where that alarm code is mentioned and look at what's written on that service report from any engineer worldwide. 
that's something I obviously I push my guys all the time. We need to get those surge reports so that they're detailed because that helps worldwide. We're not just helping the guy next door or or your colleague. You're actually maybe helping somebody in China or in America resolving their problems as well. In in a digitalized world that's changing and evolving all the time, you know, tell us about some of the new products that you have that you alluded to, that you might be NG Mori, you know, net service. Tell us about these products, Steve, and, and how they have transformed your service. Well, my DMG Mori is, is, as Andy just said, it's a portal that every customer who has a DMG Mori machine can register. And all they need to do is to go to mydmgmori.com and you can just register from then on in. And there will be all the history. So what you're doing is you're being transparent with the history of the machine. It will show you uh, the account situation. Um, we are going to be developing it further by DMG Mori to actually show quite a number of unique features about our company and keep a very constant um, uh, communication channel open with our customers. The other one, which um, I think Andy could explain in better, is, is net service. So Andy, I'll, I'll ask you to talk about the net service and how we use that. Net service is something that's come into play, certainly in the increasingly over, uh, over the last few years. It's a, a means that we can actually look at the customer's control, so we can actually see what's happening live. Now, the customer instigates the net service call, so we can't just go and access a customer's machine. That's not how it works. The customer, when he has a problem, he raises the point on the control, there's a button you press, that raises actually raises a remote ticket on our web work list. We can then access the machine and look at the PLC bits, we can look at the program if he wishes us to. With the customer's assistance, we can actually move the machine around. He can move the machine around. We can look at it through a service camera if he chooses the camera. So, for example, if you've got a tool change problem, you have to understand from a, a service expert's point of view, he's sat in the machine and, and you're reliant on the customer, where is it? What's happening? With the service camera, you can actually look at where it is. Service expert will be on the phone to you and can say, right, okay, can you point the camera at the spindle? What position we are? We can look at the values on the screen. So in terms of assisting us on getting our machine back up and running, it's brilliant. Yeah, that, that's, that, I mean, the, the incredible stats, actually, Andy, what Steve was saying about, uh, you know, the, 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 the calls coming in and obviously, you know, you, you're actually servicing these customers without actually sending an engineer out. But, you know, we are human. Things do break. Um, how quickly can you get spare parts to make sure that spindle is back up and running as soon as possible for a customer? Uh, we Next day delivery on spindles. That's what we're, in the majority of the time, so I think 95% Steve. That's what we're targeted at, about 95% of the time. There's always going to be the odd spindle that's maybe 20 years old that, that we might have to wait a little bit of time. But generally speaking... We know the importance of that mark of actually getting those parts on site. So, um, you know, we, we say next morning delivery um, up to around about four o'clock, is it, in the afternoon? Yeah, we, we can't get the spindles uh, before 9am. We've tried, but unfortunately, because of the weight of some of these spindles, we're looking at next day delivery. Uh, and general other spares, are they, uh, you next know... Next day delivery. Right. 
Okay, because that's really important. It could be something very minor, couldn't it? And and obviously, you know, needs changing. But uh, you know, also the size of your uh, service uh, guys actually on the road. How many do you have? We have thirty-two engineers in the UK, and I think there's something like six thousand worldwide. So it's it's a pretty good, knowledgeable team. Andy, I've got a few questions for you. You know, your machine tools are evolving um, all the time. You know, it, 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 they are evolving. It, prior to the the podcast you mentioned, you know, that there's only so far that the machine tool can evolve mechanic mechanically, uh, but it's all about the software now. And, and you are innovation leaders at DMG Mori UK. How do you keep your service engineers up to date with all the latest technology and tell our audience about you know the the software updates within the the machine tools as well okay so there's a constantly evolving scene out there with machine tools or with any industry actually so we have each of the factories run their own training programs which is where our engineers actually go to the factories and get taught what needs to be taught on certain products obviously the COVID situation that we've had over the last year, that's not been possible. But what the factories have done is shifted most of those courses online. So we've continued a continual training program with our engineers, we've spent weeks sat online learning. Now regarding the, um, the process of what we call maintenance notices. So whenever a customer has a new machine and he has a problem, and they do happen occasionally, we have a process within the organisation that we log every single problem that is a warranty case. Those warranty cases are reviewed, and should there be any issues that we see repeating, we raise what we call a maintenance notice. This is something that's free of charge to a customer up to five years. It's relevant. We can make those changes. That could be a software update. It's a case of continual improvement with the machine tool. So as soon as we see a repeatable problem, Factories offer a maintenance notice. We then enact that maintenance notice free of charge. And uh, it's staggering, isn't it? You, and uh, I believe you've got, uh, is it 156 different models uh, available in the portfolio? I mean, to have that knowledge and to be able to uh, you know, educate your guys as much as all the other service guys around the world, um, you, you, I, I don't know what other machine tool company gets close to that, if I'm honest. It's quite incredible. Yeah, it's a challenge. sure and Andy going back to that question just quickly you know educating people on the latest technology is one thing but you're also servicing machine tools that are are over 15 years old probably so how do you keep people educated on the older ones as well as as the newer ones there's a large range of products and uh, uh, machine tools to 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 be trained on it is um, I think DMG Mori, though, are a, a very good employer, I have to say. And obviously, I've, I've got to say that when the boss sat there. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, very good. And we have a lot of long-standing service engineers with vast experience. You know, we've got guys who've been with the company 30, 40 years. So we do have that experience. And it's, it's easy with the new gear because you can have the training from the factories. So you have the up-to-date modern training, either via by putting person in the factory or um, on, the, on the network. But the old stuff, you're right, it, it, it is quite challenging because it has changed that much, but we do have the experience. And uh, in your kind of introduction, Andy, we kind of touched upon, you know, your relationships with your clients. You, you go out into the field, your experience and meeting people. 
Again, how important is this side of the business? It's vital. Absolutely vital. It's, you can have the best, best, shiniest, wonderful machine, but it's no good if it's not working. And that's where the service team comes in. Now, Steve, you know, listening to all of this, why wouldn't people use DMG Mori UK for service? Well, I have to be realistic about these situations, but, but the reality is, is the last nine years, you know, I've, I've worked extremely hard. The staff have been fantastic and worked with me. Group have given me support. Um, and I know what is, how important it is to have that service. I, I say it many, many times to customers, do we get it right every time? No, we don't. But we make sure that we understand what we've done wrong. We look at lessons learnt. We run our KPIs to make sure that we continually improve it. So I don't think that anybody in the world could sit back and say, well, why shouldn't I have my, my kit on the board? Why shouldn't it be my opportunity to, to, to sell? Um, I think you have to earn that and you have to keep it going all the time. So would you say, Steve, that, you know, the same as your machine tools, they've been improving over the years. Would you say that your service is continually improving too? Our service in the last nine years has improved dramatically, absolutely dramatically. Um, And we've got, you know, stats to show that and to understand what we've done and how we've done. Um, we've, We've moved people around to get the best situation. You know, you want round pegs in round holes and that kind of thing. Um, and also people's performances are different in various areas. So you look at you look at giving them the opportunity to excel in those areas. Yes, it's got to continually improve um, and evolve. You can't you can't sit there and say, um, that's it. One thing is for sure, we're not starting with a blank piece of paper. We're not developing a process. We have a process in place and it's working. And we just need to completely fine-tune it all the time, all the time. It's interesting, Steve. We've gone over the, uh, you know, the, the, your business aspect uh, many years, haven't we? The growth, uh, the, the growth in the team as well. How important is service to you personally as managing director compared with selling new machines? It, uh, well, there's three or four businesses within our business. Spares is one, sales is one. Services one, um, applications, and accounts, of course, which is actually probably not seen by the customers the majority of times. And they all hold equal kind of strengths within the company. They are all there to support each other and help each other. Um, and there are times when the sales guy cannot get an order because he needs a service guy, so the service guy steps in. We're not talking about fixing a machine. We're talking about... Um, a big inquiry that we got at the moment, which is a complex installation. We need the engineers to be doing uh, technical work up front to support the sales guys. And, and vice versa, the sales guys will put a machine in, which will give the service guys work. So it kind of goes round and round and round. But we make no bones about it that spares and service is a financial revenue for us. It has to be in these days. Machine tool margins are very, very tight indeed. Um, I guess there'll be a lot of people bringing their small violins out on this one. But the reality is we're selling at factory prices. We're not selling at dealership prices, which are generally fairly extorted in, in the price, uh, in the upwards direction, not downwards, I can assure you. <laughs> so, you know, 
we will make money from service and spares, but we've got a big team there to support, mm. and we've got to make sure that if a customer's running a machine, um, you know, you take the F1 boys, they need that machine to perform because they need the part on the grid at 2 o'clock on the Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. Oh, they've always been demanding on F1, haven't they? To be very, fair, uh, but and, and obviously you're you're uh, you know you you work very closely with with Red Bull. Now, in our live events that we've produced with you, um, you've mentioned how much the finance has impacted uh, new business here at DMG Murray UK, if not worldwide. Um, out of interest, how, how many customers are actually having a service package off the back of that new? you know, that new machine effectively? Well, it's actually a podcast that I want to do later on down the line, so I don't have the stats in front of me at the moment, but so there's a guy called John Adams that looks after lifecycle products, and um, that will be a, a podcast on its own. But it's, it's actually increasing significantly because you've got situations where companies in aerospace, um, they have to have some kind of registration for the... Um, for the maintenance of the machines. And we definitely see better performance of machines if they are looked after. I mean, it's kind of fact of life. Some customers have spot service. Some customers have long-term service agreements. Um, some customers do their own. It's, it's quite a mixed bag, actually, but it's a service that we'll talk about later on in the year about uh, another podcast. So, Andy, we've touched upon a few sectors, the F1 um, industry, um, the, the, the aerospace industry. Um, but, you know, you deal with all sectors. And in this day and age after COVID and Brexit, you know, in the UK, we, we want to become masters of our own destiny now and start reshoring work. What kind of different problems, if you like, do you get in, in, in different sectors? And how do you, do you resolve them? There's a huge variety of sectors out there all of which have unique problems uh, certainly for example you can't say to certain formula one teams oh by the way an engineer will be there next week you want somebody with somebody within the hour somebody same day somebody as soon as possible you also want some machine that's highly accurate produces a unique part first time so his demands over a production automotive shop are completely different the response we give, we try to give, is the same. So, Andy, what you're actually saying is that uh, obviously every every specific job can be quite unique with the problem. So, there do you, therefore, do your um, service guys do they have the knowledge across the portfolio, or do you send some guys in for like an automotive job or an aerospace job, for instance? The the job starts at the service experts. So, the service experts are key to this, and this is why we put the most experience in that office. They need to know what the job is, what type the job is. Is it a mechanical job? Obviously, not everybody knows everything. So we have certain experts in certain fields. So we need to determine is your, which, which side of that field is your problem at. Is it mechanical? Is it electrical? Is it systems? Is it software? And we will send the correct engineer to you, and that's key for us. Because we don't want to waste your time, Mr. Customer, sending somebody who doesn't know what he's doing. We need to send the right guy for the right job. So you've got skill sets in all areas, Andy? All areas, all um, areas. And it's, if you think about the advancements in machine tools over the last 10, 15 years, back when I started in machine tools, back with Steve at Hitachi, back in the day, you were electrician or you were mechanical, pretty much. Now you're talking about system software, you're talking about 
PC software, interconnectivity of machine tools, networks. So we've got network people, guys who are experts in networks. So you can imagine the range of knowledge one guy would need to have to look at everything. It's not possible. So you've got specialists in each we arena, do, yes. really, Andy. Yeah. Now, going back to kind of the sectors and these specialists in all these different arenas, Steve, you know, you've got, I, I know this podcast isn't about products, but you have products that lend themselves to automotive. You have products that lend themselves maybe to medical more. Um, and you've also got into automation, but automation for high volume and automation for low volume uh, work too. So again, back to you, Steve, how do you accommodate for all this? How, how easy is it to do so? Well, at the end of the day, it's a product. Um, and whether that product goes into an aerospace company or a medical company or a hydraulics company, um, the application of the machine may, be, may differ, but the actual um, maintenance of the machine is the same. So what we can also do is we can transfer knowledge across. So we can transfer knowledge across from one area to another industry um, and help help the industries within themselves as well. So, for example, it's pretty unlikely we would sell uh, an NTX multitasking machine to um, an automotive supplier of high volume. So we have other products which may be a twin spindle, twin turret type application, but, you know, the drives, the controls, as Andy says, the PCs, the interconnectivity, these all remain fairly common platforms. So, again, we, we train guys up in various areas, and we, we put a lot of time into training. As Andy said earlier, in the last uh, year with COVID, we've done this all online, but um, we have something like 15% of the guys' time spent on training that's that's high numbers that's fantastic that's so, great to hear that. yeah just to interrupt so, steve um when, when you look at the growth that you're looking at i mean i i know that you, you know you guys have high high targets okay two cell machines is the backing financial backing there to support that with further sales engineers to cover new machines and sales uh, absolutely i think the the comment that um good old friend of ours um Andy from uh, Machinery, um, who's now retired, um, he came here on the opening of DMG Morrie and he looked at me and he said, it's not about this because we've got a lovely building here. We've got, we've got 100 people that really great people, really long-serving, good knowledge. He says, it's not about this, is it? And I went, no, it's about what's behind you. And it's the group, DMG Morrie, you know, the, the, the 12 or 1,000 people that are there content into the factory the direct work into the factory from the service perspective you know we will get service engineers who would be um, called upon when we're designing new equipment what's good bad and indifferent where should this go where should that go so this kind of activity is really really important um, financially we are strong as a company there is no issue at all with us as a company going forward so there's certain things that we'll be launching in the future that will show and demonstrate that, that financial strength, which means we're here for decades. And when you hear Dr. Mori addressing the apprentices at, not the last EMO, EMO before, all the apprentices came for a day to, to the EMO show. He said, you guys have got a fantastic opportunity because you can work in a company that's got all sorts of disciplines, whether it be accounts, marketing, sales, engineering, design, logistics, anything you know 
But what's really important for me, and this is what Dr. Murray was saying, what's really important for me is that I want your children's children working here. That's three generations. And that gives you an idea of the confidence of where we will be in many, many, many years to come um, and give the customer confidence that we will continue to look after them and support them. I think that I think that's important when you you know you're buying a product. Um, uh, you know I know that you've been a, a massive fan of of, of one uh, automotive product in the, and you've driven one for many many years. And I presume it's based uh, to a certain extent not of just the product but also the service. Yeah, and I don't buy it because it's the cheapest car available. Um, I buy it because I get looked after very well with the service, performance and reliability of the vehicle is very good. I think mean, that's a beautiful statement, um, Steve, and it's nice to hear that the longevity of the business is going to be here for many years to come. I've got one final question before we wrap up um, for Andy, but it's been a really fantastic uh, podcast. But for me, you, you mentioned, and we've got into products slightly off the back of service, which is inevitable. But for me, is your product portfolio is not just um, evolving and increasing in the actual machine tools that you offer you're actually now offering automated solutions you know prior not not long back you were using (laughs) third-party solutions but now you're offering your own automated solutions and i'm assuming that this again is a game changer in regards to service because you've got full control over the automation rather than it being a third-party product definitely we can we have interactivity between machines and the automation system. You can have the automation system running the machine or the machine running the automation system. You can go a, v- a huge variety of automation. And I think the biggest advantage we have over most of our competitors is I can pick the phone up and I can talk to the guy that actually designed that automation. I can discuss what's happening with it and he can offer me a solution. And that goes across the range. I can actually talk to the guy who put the spindle into a particular machine to find out why we've got a problem now with it. I think it really just sums up, really, everything that this podcast is about. You know, a big OEM company like yourselves, that you make, design, manufacture your own products, and who better to service your own products than, than you? Well, it is, but I also think that people do have perceptions about big OEMs, about not bothering with the little guy. Well, I can assure you from my perspective, that is not the case. Certainly with service, and I know Steve will back me on this with sales, we look after everybody. Absolutely. Everybody is part of the family, if you like. You buy a machine tool, you're part of our family. Absolutely brilliant, Steve. Andy's 100% correct. The the responsibility of the UK rests with me. Um, I have to make sure that everything goes according to plan. Um, that the customers are given the utmost uh, support and service. And the interesting thing is, is that everyone knows everyone in this industry. It's a very small industry. And, and if we've got Fred in the shed, as I effectively, you know, affectionately term, um, we'll probably know half a dozen big CEOs of, of big companies. Um, and, you know, bad news travels really quickly. Uh, good news takes a long time to get around and I'm appreciative of this opportunity because this is the opportunity to to listen to what we have and then come and experience us. Steve, you've got 9,000 machines out in the field and and with respect, probably not every machine is under your service contracts, but what would be your message to them? Well, you're correct. People use 
perhaps different service levels. Um, perhaps they use a local guy. Perhaps they've got their own team. Um, perhaps they just don't want to deal with us. Um, but I would say, give us a, give us a, you know, give us the opportunity. Andy's a really hands-on guy. He knows what's going on on a day-to-day basis. Uh, we've got a good, strong team behind Andy to support to make sure that level of support carries through to the field. And you know, we want to do an honest day's work with a customer and make sure that we get a good, satisfactory response at a reasonable price. Because actually, you know, as I said, I buy that particular car not because it's the cheapest, but because I know it'll get me from A to B. And that one was changed. It's comment, obviously, because that was changed yesterday. But three years, absolutely perfect performance. You need it. Customer needs it. Perfect. Guys, it's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure, you know, for us to be here and to, 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 for us to learn about, you know, the inside runnings of, of your business and how it all works. Um, Mark, any last words? Uh, well, I think that was my last question, so yeah. I'll, I'll be quiet now. No, brilliant. Thanks, Mark. And, and Andy? No, just like I say, please join the family. No. Andy, it's been a pleasure to meet you for the first time and, and, and get to know about your role. And, and, and Steve, any final words? I just hope that the people who listen to it get some value from this. And um, thanks for thanks for listening and giving us the opportunity. No, thank Appreciate you, it. Steve. I think it's definitely broken down some barriers to entry. Um, and, I, and I hope that for all the listeners out there that have enjoyed the latest podcast, please let us know what you think. And don't hesitate to contact DMG Mori Direct to find out more. As mentioned, we'll be producing a series of podcasts in partnership with DMG Mori, learning all about their business. So make sure to download the podcast app from your smartphones so you don't miss a future episode. Until next week, the MTD podcast, educating and shedding light on our great engineering industry. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.